Happy Wednesday, everyone. I can't believe we are already six weeks into Colton's, or Coco, if you're from Red Oak, Texas, journey to find love. Listen, he's on the struggle bus, and I don't blame him. Some guy in Austin and I discuss in great detail why we think women are dropping like flies. We compare and contrast Cassie's after-school special date from last week to Hannah, Lindsay is behind the couch cushion again, one-on-one this week. We also take a very big right turn into the levels of complexity as seen with the registered trademark phenomenon, the infamous jump and straddle. Is there a right way to do it? How many variations are there? And can you botch a jump and straddle? Yes. Yes, you can, Kerpa. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 92 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm here with some guy in Austin to talk about... Week six of Colton's journey to find love. Things are a little bit on the shaky side right now for Colton. He's having a lot of feelings and emotions. So to we're be gonna, continued. Yeah. We're in a to be continued mode. Remember? That's, that's right. We don't even know what's going to happen. He might mm-hmm. fling himself into the ocean. But I feel like last night sort of started off boring and then we got to a good place. Would you agree? Well, it depends on what you mean by good place. There was some movement, if that's what you mean. But um, I am devastated mm-hmm. that uh, Demi went home. However, I have a theory on that. We'll get to. But Ooh, um, can't wait. Yeah, there was some significant, significant goings on last night. I will agree with that. Cannot wait. There's, there's a lot to unfold and figure out. I think I have a lot of theories about some things, and I'm going to skip past others because they were so boring. But first of all, as you mentioned, we had a to be continued. Colton is wandering the seashore while Nicole and Onyeka bicker. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, Harrison has to be called to help him figure things out. Well, Do you look, think Harrison was ticked off that he had to walk in the wet sand in his very fine, expensive shoes? Well, first of all, I, I, I take exception with the uh, with the term he was called. I think he sort of appeared. I think he was summoned. <laughs> That's why I, I say yeah, he was summoned like, like a genie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, <laughs> or that, that would have been would have been better. <laughs> Batman, there would have been a big, <laughs> big uh, heart with a rose in the middle there of it in the sky. Go. That's it. Shows up. That's it. Um, yeah, so I, th- I think he just he just appeared out of the mist, you know, mm-hmm. like some Keanu Reeves movie or mm-hmm, something. He mm-hmm. was just uh, he shows up. My favorite part was. Um, First of all, Colton seems surprised to see him. I mean, which <laughs> is completely inexplicable to me because there's a camera crew with the Lights. show that Harrison hosts following him around. Uh, uh, and then the second thing that made me laugh was that they basically had the same suit on. And Harrison like looks at him like, hey, this is what shark skin should look mm-hmm. like. And then he's like, hey, what's, you know, why are you wandering the beach in Thailand in a full suit? Right. Harrison basically told Colton to suck it up because this is what The Bachelor's all about. People are going to bicker and people are going to leave and you're going to have all the feels and you just need to get over it. Didn't you feel like several times last night um, that um, these people, every one of them, needed to be reminded that they're on a free vacation yes. to uh, Vietnam? 
Yes. <laughs> I was like, wow, what are you crying about? Um, you're at a free trip in a resort. Uh, just, to, you know, not too long ago before you were born, uh, there were a lot of people that were much younger than you, pretty upset to be going to Vietnam right. uh, and not voluntarily. So, That's um, right. you know, well, suck it up. It ends up that he makes the right decision. I was very glad to see that we start off with the Harrison powwow and then we go straight to the rose ceremony and he gets rid of Nicole and Onyeka. And I was glad to see that happen. Yes. Yes. I was um, thrilled that that was the decision he made at that point though. He was so over it. I think even if they would have tried to say, well, keep one of them around, you know, it's good for ratings. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it was so toxic to use a uh, the, the preferred word of the season. It was so bad that mm-hmm. both of them had to go. The only thing I regret, though, not the only thing, but um, I know on the Women Tell All, the, each one is going to blame the other oh, for sure. getting dismissed. When we both know neither one of them would have made it much further had that argument not even happened. Right. What are the odds, do you think, of both Anyeka and Nicole being in paradise? Um, I'd say it's a good 80%. Mm-hmm. Me too. Because that's an and the, already, there's friction right, there. Right. And, and what's going to happen is like, whoever gets there first will meet, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, Chad, there'll be a Chad there. <laughs> um, that's Chad with a lowercase C, you mm-hmm. know, cause we don't know who he is yet. Um, and then he'll be eating lunch meat and drinking margaritas <laughs> and then Anyeka will ask him on a date. Yes. And then she'll be all excited. And then miraculously, 24 hours later, Nicole's mm. going to come bouncing down the stairs with a date and she's card. Gonna take her. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's going to take her. Return. So that, that's my, that's my prediction. No, I just can't wait. It's going to be so great. They're going to be so fun. She, I'm wondering if Nicole is going to relax a little bit or if she's going to cry just as much as she did this season. She's whiny. Mm-hmm. It's got nothing to do. She's attractive enough. I mean, she's not really attractive to me, but she's attractive enough, but Golly, I mean, she's just whiny and insecure. That's what her problem is, not anything else. Did you notice that she had on the red dress of the dancing emoji lady? (laughs) I don't know who the dancing emoji lady is, (laughs) but it did look a little Carmen Miranda. I mean, you get a bowl of fruit, uh, put it on top of her head, and, you know, you do have a Carmen Miranda situation there. Maybe some brighter lipstick, but... um, (laughs) Well, trust me. Was it? It was the... Red lady dress emoji, lady emoji. I, I've never used an emoji. Yes, you have. I swear I haven't. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> and then there's several times where don't I've actually say gotten that. Emo- Young people no, listen to I, this I, podcast I, and they're judging you listen, right now. I know. But listen, I, I've actually gotten texts, just pure emojis, not anything else but emojis. And I look and I'm like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's like a clappy hand and then something on fire and then like some kind of like confused smiley face. I'm like, I have no, I mean, does that mean look out? Um, something's on fire. Wink. I, I, I have no idea what it means. And then I have to text back like, what do you mean? And that's even worse. Cause I look like a chotch. I um, oh, thanks for bringing Chotch back. That's amazing. Yeah, I haven't yeah. I haven't uh-huh. Chotched this whole season. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Speaking of Chotch and the emojis and being old, I was very happy to hear Hannah G use the word that's my or the phrase that's my jam last no, night. I thought, so are we bringing annoying. that back? 
exciting. I know. Last uh, person to use that was uh, somebody crazy. What was her name? Uh, it, w- it was the newscaster, the Austin newscaster. Oh, that was nuts. Oh, Olivia. Yeah, she said that like uh, being emotional and open was her jam or something mm. like that. Well, yeah. I'm glad we're bringing it back. I used the word hip the other day, and I was I was shut down immediately by a good friend who was younger than me by more than a decade and said, yeah, don't say that. So I appreciated you know, it. Appreciate you know it. what word I use a lot? Hmm. <laughs> That'll never go out of style. <laughs> yeah, no, never. Well, it's classic. the further west you get, the more appropriate <laughs> that is. It's super classic. Um, also, last night, you may have heard Tasha tell Kerpa something about spilling the tea. Have you heard that this? Was, uh, yeah, Col- hang on. It was something like... Uh, Colton's brewing the tea or Colton knows the tea's been brewed and he wants somebody to spill, spill it. it. Yeah. Is I mean, I'm not even sure what that <laughs> I, I there's no context, so that doesn't mean anything. Okay, grandpa, let me explain. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did he talk about this in his selfie thing? Because I probably don't understand that either. With the face, I can't watch that. <laughs> No, he just talked about how he was up so early in the morning before everybody else to get his run in. Because I have a theory that Colton likes to process in or by a body of water. So he has to go to the sea and and think about things, or he has to run by the sea and think about things. Shirtless. Shirtless, yeah. And preferably in an outdoor shower, because we saw one of those again this this episode too. Speaking of, Hannah G., what did you think about that whole date? Where... Well, it was it was pornographic enough. Yeah. And then there was a comment that I thought um, about eating sushi mm-hmm. that I thought really kind of put the put the cherry, no pun intended, <laughs> put the cherry on top of that date. It was that there was some some uh, hot oil, something or other. Right. Uh, then, then some sort of um, leaf wrap. Right. A big, huge banana leaf or something. Yep. Then there was a lot of hand holding, and then there was uh, making out in a muddy bath. Right. Then there was a shower. Apparently, um, uh, Hannah G did not bring her shower shoes because she was <laughs> afraid of putting her feet on the floor. And so we had a slow, sultry jumping straddle. Yeah, very jump, jump straddle. Mm. Did, did you notice uh, later on? I knew how I knew Kerpa was going home. I mean, other than the obvious, Kerpa didn't um, go home. I mean, oh, that's right. She got a rose, but I, I thought she was going home because um, her jump and straddle was a little half. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that? <laughs> she did not go no. for it. She did not execute. I mean, she didn't commit. You, if, if you're going to do the jump and straddle. Now, Hannah G committed uh, and then she was able to maintain the jump and straddle in the shower right. after the slimy bath. Right. That's so talent. I think that says something about the thigh strength. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and also, as we just mentioned, commitment. Right. Uh, Kerpa might have hurt her chin again had she attempted that move. <laughs> um, and then did you notice there was, now. Did you remember there was a Band-Aid, there wasn't a Band-Aid, then yeah. there was a Band-Aid, then there wasn't a Band-Aid? Mm-hmm. Uh, a little weird. That was the most exciting part about her date, is that the Band-Aid was gone. <laughs> oh, look, sea urchin, no Band-Aid. The, the favorite, well, you know, speaking of the half uh, Jumbo Straddle, when if you notice, they come. He's like, "You look pretty," and she's like, "Oh, thanks." And then she's like, "Okay, Jumbo Straddle," and and uh, then he kind of leans in and he's like, eh, "I'm not really going to kiss you. That wasn't a good like." It, it was just this whole the bylaw. Not he's feeling like, wow. it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, at that point she was going home, right? And I think that she rescued herself. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
toward the end of the day. She seems right. nice enough. She, yeah. It's just there's no chemistry there. Yeah. But I like her. She seems nice. Um, but that's about the end of it. Like mm-hmm. there's just no, you know, maybe maybe in another episode with another Bachelor she might be a big deal, but not in this right. show. Well, Hannah G though made some back to that day. Yeah, I thought she she made some progress, man. She, Holy cow! She it was as if Cassie, which we thought was a big deal last week. Cassie is like an after school program, and Hannah G is showtime. Well, comparing let, the with, two let's dates. Stick the, let's stick with the date metaphor. I mean, it's like um, Heather G is a salmon roll, and Cassie <laughs> was the uh, unused ginger on the first course. How's that? <laughs> Just trying to keep it consistent. Both are wasabi, though. They're hot and spicy. It's great. Listen, Lindsay, I know when we started talking this morning, you had made the tea. You're just waiting for me to spill it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Whatever the hell that means. I think maybe we just stumbled upon what that means. (laughs) It's my jam. Good oh. to talk things out, you know. Sometimes you, you inadvertently trip over the answer when you're wandering down the the alley, oh, the ocean, <laughs> the seashore. Yeah. Okay, the do seashore. you think? Um, have you ever been in a spa? Have you ever been wrapped by a leaf or yeah. taken a mud bath? Um, I've done some some spa stuff, but the the weirdest thing, I guess, and I know I've never been wrapped, but I did this thing. Um, I was on vacation um, in the Cayman Islands once, and um, I had this like deal with the hotel. It was an all-inclusive thing. And I got like three spa treatments Mm. and I had, um, I had just been, you know, going to the beach and, and doing like, um, you know, hiking and stuff like that and eating lunch meat on the balcony in the morning. So I had done all this like outdoorsy stuff, you know, all that. And then I was like, wow, it's, I'm only got one more day. They had like a three hour block and I'm like, okay, I'm going to schedule whatever. And, uh, so I get there and there's two women. I'm like, this is a little weird, but one of them walked on my back. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. After putting like a bunch of hot rocks all over me mm-hmm. and got up on this thing and walked on my back while the other one rubbed my feet. Mm, okay. <laughs> and, uh, I will tell you that there was a certain point where it was really awkward, like, oh, man, you know. But then there was this point where I'm like, you know what? This is the best thing that's ever happened. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. I was really relaxed by the end of it, but it was a little awkward. So that that's the extent of my weird spot. I've never had anything like painted on me or been wrapped in anything. No. But I think after that, I don't think any woman comes in and straddles you while you shower, though. No. Maybe that would be an add-on. In some places, probably. (laughs) Yes, I would agree. I would agree. With Hannah G, when they go to the cocktail dinner, whatever, at the end, Hannah G has to reveal a big, super secret that A, she's not happy all the time, and B, it's because her parents are divorced. I know. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. well, my my favorite part is before we get to that, there's some catty, catty behavior um, back at the hotel between Kaylin and uh, who else was talking about her that said she's so used to relying on her beauties for oh, so right. much. Like, I thought, <laughs> wow. Anyway, I thought that was A, uncalled for and uh-huh. B, incredibly. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I was, uh, Kaylin got knocked down a notch there. I started to believe Hannah B a little bit. Mm-hmm. And just, it's jealousy because 
anybody can see probably how much chemistry he has with both Cassie and Hannah G. Yeah. It's easy, anyway. easy to see. And plus she got the first impression rose, which yeah, he, he was very excited. He think he said he's, he is falling in love with her. He did. He said it. It's the first one, which again, we talked about this last week. Everything's happening so soon. We never get, the bachelor telling somebody he's falling in love with them or fall, maybe falling or however you want to put it this early with so many people left. How many people do you think he'll fall in love with by the end of the season and make it make his decision so difficult? Yes. Okay. Because that's my theory of why he has such a meltdown because did you know you can fall in love with two people? I I think, I think we've known that's been well established. Um, but can you fall in love with three or maybe four? I would hope so, because wouldn't that be exciting? I think he could fall in love with Hannah G, with Cassie, and maybe one more. I don't see four. I see three. Well, but, I, you know, I looked at the, the previews, and if you notice, there are extensive pictures of every one of the girls that are left except Cassie. Mm-hmm. So it's either an editing trick or she hightails it. Oh, that would be terrible. I have her winning it all. Mm. I do too. I like Cassie, but mm. last night the way he was like so goo goo gaga over Hannah G, I mm-hmm. thought maybe, maybe she should be number 1 now. Well, if you go by last night's episode, she definitely definitely is, even if you compare it to as we did with the salmon sushi roll unagi with Cassie's date and her date. Anyway, she's sitting at the table And she tells him that the first time she knew that her family was torn apart was when her mom ran over her dad's prized lawn with her car. Mm -hmm. Does that resonate with you? (laughs) No. I I mean, that's that's crazy. Okay. I'm going to tell you, Johnny Ray would have been mad. Um, no, I, I'm not, I, I, uh, I'm not a lawn guy. You know, I, I have friends that, that do the whole like, um, uh, fertilizing and they get down there on their knees and they look and they do all that stuff. I, I don't, you know, my lawn is fine. Um, however, if I think if, if somebody drove across it mm-hmm. intentionally, I think I would probably be upset. Um, mm-hmm. but not for the same reason your, your dad would be upset. My dad's lawn is like a golf course. If wow. he can mow it or burn it, he will. Vindictive behavior like that is, um, that's got to be tough to watch as a kid because oh, that's sure. your parents. So, you know, it obviously yeah. scarred her. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, um, it's kind of like when a, when a two-year-old, you know, when you get a two-year-old and you, you take their balloon or whatever, or, or like when their balloon like escapes off their wrist and it goes up in the sky and they just freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, a miss to some guy, uh, we have nieces and nephews and that happened one time. And my, um, nephew who's, I don't know, at the time was two or three years old, freaked out. I mean, just had a complete meltdown. We were in public. Uh, and, and she, my missus, some guy looked at me like, Oh my gosh, this is giving me a headache. And I said, look, if I took your wallet and I threw it in the lake, um, what would you do? She, you know, she kind of looked at me and I said, that's the same thing to a two year old losing, (laughs) you know, losing their balloon. It's the most valuable thing they have at that time. So, um, anyway, that's just, if that's any consolation, that's how your dad feels about his lawn. That's his balloon. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, man, this thing took a right turn, huh? <laughs> right. I mean, I'm picturing I'm picturing a giant airplane from flying from Thailand to East Texas right now, and we need to get back to Thailand. Um, you know, I, I so so look to 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 put a bookend on on a Hannah G date. I really thought she moved into first place last mm-hmm. night. That's how I feel. Um, yep. I'm still rooting for Cassie, but I thought, wow, you know, she really made some ground, even though she's quote relied on her beauty for so much of her life. Exactly. <laughs> so what's next? They go back. Back to the hotel, they tell the divorce story. He says, well, my parents are divorced too. And Here's the um, date, Rose. We bonded. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And then the next is the awful group what date. What was that? You, what was just that? Just when you think they can't get more humiliating and worse. Now, if you're going to do a date where the girls take some kind of lesson and then they have to fight for a man's attention, mm-hmm. why, not, why not put them in humiliating outfits and just let it be? You know what I mean? I mean, why give them the why give them the full karate thing? Just mm. I mean, it's already humiliating enough. They should have been um, fighting Colton. Or, or maybe they should have done that stunt show. I mean, Colton, you know, between pirates and little Asian guys mm-hmm. this season, uh, has got quite the stuntman background now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they should have done some kind of choreographed fight scene as opposed to right, humiliating. Like he did at the beginning. Right, right. Uh, I thought I felt sorry for Demi. Um, clearly, didn't want to get punched in the face. Uh, and then the Heather um, uh-huh. uh, Sydney fight. I thought Sydney Sydney probably could have just snapped her in half. Right. I thought Sydney's like super athletic. Right. Um, Heather is, you know, a waif. So I, it was ridiculous, and I thought it was really humiliating, and I felt sorry for everyone, including Colton, on that date. Yes, it was terrible. It was. The worst. And then they get to the cocktail party and two big things happen. Number one, Demi asks Colton if he wants to call her mommy who just got out of prison. And mommy was very happy to meet Colton over the phone. And there were a few tears, but that was, you know, not awkward at all. That the first time you talk to your mother after she gets out of federal prison is with some random guy in Vietnam. Makes sense. Yeah, my favorite part, too, is you're never going to guess where I am. And, you know, of course, the you know, when you're from Red Oak, Texas, or you can relate to this from East Texas, that she's like, you down at the DQ or, mm-hmm. you know, you at the VFW? No. Or are you, are you, no. you stuck in a ditch behind the DFW again? Did, did uh, you know, your boyfriend's truck get stuck? Um, and she goes, well, where are you? Well, I'm in Vietnam. <laughs> and she goes, you are? Like, would you ever get on a plane? To Vietnam and not tell someone? <laughs> I don't think they get to tell them where they're going. Because... She's out of prison. Oh, yeah. Well, I forgot about that. This is probably yeah. contractual. Right. From, you know, from, but, God, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, even if I was uh, contractually forbidden from sharing that information, I might say, well, you know, I'd find a way around it. I'd be like, well, I'm going to an Asian country where there was once a lot of conflict. <laughs> I'll be on a plane for the next 14 hours, so don't <laughs> worry if my cell phone goes straight to voicemail. <laughs> oh, and the good news is, is I'm bringing your dream catchers and all of your contraband <laughs> that you smuggled out to me in a, you know, in a, a watermelon. Yeah, <laughs> whatever they, you know. And by the a way, if I really want to, yeah, and if you really want Colton to love you, give him some of that whiskey I made in the toilet bowl. <laughs> All right, so the second big thing that happened on this group date was Sydney 
just spiraling out of control because of insecurity, but she's she's couching it in a way that is, hey, if you like that over there, then you're not going to like me, which is one of the cardinal rules that you never tell the bachelor. She kind of called him out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't it was more than that. I mean, she really just sort of was like, look, I, she, she basically gave him an ultimatum. And uh, I looked over at Miss Some Guy. I'm like, that's the wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, even a guy like Colton, who's sort of like um, a, car, like a carpet that he it just gives me the impression he's easy to walk over. You mm-hmm. know, he just seems like a little bit of a choke. Even with that, like guys do not like ultimate. No one likes an ultimatum. No, but I think especially all. men in a relationship. Um, and I, again, I use that term loosely in this context. But. Uh, being told, look, either it's me or it's the other mm-hmm. six six women who are more attractive than me and less demanding. <laughs> There's right. really yeah. only one, one choice. Exactly. At that. And that's something that is it floors me too, so much so that I think you can't be that dumb to say that. Don't give them an ultimatum. Don't say if you like her, you wouldn't like me, or if you like me, you wouldn't like her. And don't dog on the other women. That's just what you know to do. Which is why I think Tasha got the group date rose because she is the only one that came up to him and said, "Hey, how are you doing with all of this? I know it must be hard that it's all so stressful." And I think that's why he gave her the date rose. And he did give Sydney the benefit of the doubt and said, "I don't want you to leave. I want to try harder." But then she comes back a second time, and he just can't take it. He can't take the ultimatum, and I get it. Yeah, and uh, I don't, um, I don't think she gave him a choice, really. You know, I mean, I, I know that we're being flippant about it, but she she knew she was done right and, mm-hmm. and she just had to make her run it look um, and I, I kind of felt the same way um who left who went left in a tissy last week oh uh, uh, uh what was her name see we've already forgotten about the redhead oh elise yeah yeah well, it's the same thing she right. knew she was going so sydney chooses to leave he walks her straight back through the other girls through like where they're sitting on the couch and she blows kisses to them and everybody's shocked that she's leaving. But before she leaves, she tells him and she warns him, just as Nicole did, some of those girls in there are not ready for marriage. That's a plant. Well, of do, course do it's you, a plant. What, I don't, you know, look, I'm, I've never been, one of the things that fascinates me about the show, and I've said this since I started doing it, is, is not really the show itself. It's really the... When, when you put people in those group situations and then you put, you know, there, there's a certain amount of isolation that goes on. There's a certain amount of Stockholm syndrome, right? And there's a certain amount of just, just a psychological games that go on. But I don't think I could ever, ever is a big word, but it would take a lot for me to be thrown off my own self-confidence. Like if somebody told me that, I'd say, you know, look, thanks for the advice, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, and I wouldn't think twice about it. I would make up my own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but he seems terrified. Well, frankly. it's because I mean, three people told him it, it was, yeah, but they were told to tell him. Right. Right. And I, I do, I do agree. Like, that hey, they uh, were. I know you're leaving, but look, I know we, I know you're leaving. I know you're leaving and we're going to upgrade you to first class. <laughs> if go in there. And tell Colton, wait, 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 go in there and tell Colton, wait, that somebody's not here for the right reasons and he better look out. (laughs) Yes, that is what happened. And he cracked under the pressure because my favorite part of the whole night is whenever he sends Demi home 
and everybody, oh, it's so sad. Hannah Beast is so sad. I was, I was. I know you were so sad too. (laughs) You'll see her in paradise. She's not gone. (laughs) As as far as paradise and Demic, I mean, instead of a first class upgrade, she got sent to paradise. And she said, look, you're going home. You're not going to win, but here's what we need you to do. Put on your mom's shorts, um, pull them well above your belly button, and then saunter over there. Tell them you love them or something, Mm -hmm. and then you know we'll give you free drinks on the way home and a ticket to paradise. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. She said that she loved him. He, of course, couldn't keep going because he doesn't love her. She cried invisible tears. She goes back home or back to the place and everybody's upset and distraught. And the next day, whenever he, he has the date with Kerpa, which we talked about, nothing happens except she gets her chin bandage off and they dive for sea urchins. The end. Um, rose ceremony. There's Katie is sent home and Katie did that surprise him, you? Yes, it did. Did that surprise you? Yes, yeah, it did. Too. I thought it was yeah. Heather. I thought it was Heather all yep. the way. Um, but yep. Katie is sent home. She says the same thing that some of these women aren't ready for marriage and he loses right. his mind because he said, well, I already got rid of Demi. <laughs> Who is she talking about? <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Get me Demi's number quick. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you think she was talking about? Hannah B or, um, uh, Heather or Hannah G. Oh, Heather, Heather. That's a good one too. Cause she's Heather just a baby. Or any of them. I think. Right. I, they're all you know, so young. Hey, Caitlin, yeah, they're all like 23, 22 years old. Mm-hmm. I do want to go back to Kerpa for a quick moment because you say there's no chemistry and I say it's creative editing. I think he likes her a lot more than what we're seeing. And I think she is a lot more dynamic than what they are putting on film. I I, um, I disagree with the first part and agree with the second part of what you just said because I think she seems like a really interesting. You know, she's got a cool job. She's a dental mm-hmm. hygienist. You know, mm-hmm. she which means she's smart and you know, she shows up somewhere from eight to five, which is different <laughs> than right, some of the other girls. Right. Um, <laughs> now, granted, she wears you know which is every also day. which is also Tasha. She's a phlebotomist, so she shows up somewhere eight to five too. That's yeah. why they're going to be the final two standing. I, I don't know if I could be a phlebotomist, and that would be um, tedious Why? to me. Oh. Um, just get, just waiting for people to come in and just trying to find that vein mm-hmm. and then putting it in the chair a, with that arm. That yeah, I'm a phlebotomist. Just nightmare. My my veins are, you are really, yes, they can't ever. You know, find my mom them. is like that, but you know, I've been um, I, I've always been like really lean, I guess, like when it comes to um, um what are you saying? Uh, I'm not lean. Well, I, I had. No. Oh my God. That's like such a female, like, you know, are you saying I'm fat? That's such a guy thing to backtrack like this right now and blame it on a female. Are you (laughs) mansplaining me right now? Go ahead. You're lean and your veins just pop out because you do chin ups, whatever, spilling the tea. It's great. I get it. I've always, my, I I have um, what they call small joints. Um, Meaning that uh, you know my my wrist, my elbow, like I'm I'm not like thick. You're dainty. Um, and no, dainty is not the word. I'm okay. I'm I'm uh, I'm wiry. I think was the ah. way I used to hear it when I was when I was a kid. I was wiry. Got it. Um, and so uh, you can see veins all over my like if I if I they put that rubber thing on and I make a fist, like veins pop out like Nile tributaries. 
one time when I was in the hospital for the appendectomy, the second round I went in, they could not find a word. Yes, they could not find a vein in the right or the left. Then they started talking about going through my the top of my foot. And I said, Yeah, I that uh-uh. And I was about to call yep. my friend Stephanie. I was going to say, get over here and find my vein. What is going on? They even called in the Big Mike guy who warmed my hands with some weird blanket. And then they brought out the ultrasound machine to try to find the vein. <laughs> Couldn't do it. And then one rando nurse lady walked in and she said, why are you on an IV? I said, they can't find my vein. And she was like, oh, gosh. And she popped it right in. And there it was. There you go. Well, um, so now let, let's just distinguish between a nurse and a phlebotomist because mm-hmm. I think some nurses are probably going to take exception to the last 30 seconds of our conversation. Okay. Nursing is much different. Like like yes. finding a vein in that context is much different than, hey, I want to get my cholesterol checked. Right. Will you you know take a vial of my blood? Yes. That is, that not, is not very to, not, nice of you to go there. Right. Thank you. Now, so, spilling so the tea. Look at you spilling the tea. I know. You, Congratulations. Look, you filled the tea, and then you're just looking for someone to spill the tea. So, so hold on. We have we have the group date. They, they they humiliate each other. Who got the group date rose? Tasha. Tasha. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, Kerpa got a rose. Right. Although I did, which no one expected. Right, because of her her jump and straddle was, yeah, you know, I mean, a little disappointing. Nothing to write home about. Come on, Kerpa. No, it wasn't. It, 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 there's no kiss. There's no, you know, she's like, eh, all right. But that's, you know, maybe she, she was told to give the jump and straddle and then that, you know, she just d- didn't commit. It's like, you know, like the first few times that baby goes for the lift <laughs> in Dirty Dancing. <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> kind of hesitates you know it does need some rehearsal oh, she doesn't commit the best place to practice jump and yeah. straddle is in the water in the water in the water yeah <laughs> and let's just say let's just just say that let's just say this right now because i don't want to insult you that colton is no swayze he's no, no johnny castle uh-uh. no he could never pull off the lift are you kidding me or dance the pachanga um, so then so, i don't even know what that is but li- listen listen to my <laughs> Listen to my notes. So I have gone on Yeka Nicole dot 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 selfie shirtless beach reflection. <laughs> hmm. Assuming that refers to Colton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a group date. Sydney goes, right? Yes. Uh, Tasha date. Tasha date Rose. Kerpa date Rose. And then I have in caps, Demi goes home exclamation mm-hmm. point. Hard times. Okay. So now... I know. Look, I'm still upset about that, but I I, you know, it's, we're going to be redeemed. We're going to mm-hmm. be redeemed when paradise comes. Um, now, do you think Wells will be back to bartend in paradise? <laughs> I hope so. Do you think that anybody from last season will return? Anyone from Becca's season or Ari's season will return? No, no, no. From from the last season of Bachelor in Paradise. Usually, there's some. There's a holdover oh. or two, right? Hmm. So, you know, Nick, Nick showed up for, I don't know, like four years. Right. He did. Um, I have, I, I would have to think on these things. Maybe Tia would be back. All right. So if, if Tia comes back, she's got to be mother hen, right? Cause she's mm-hmm. what? 35 now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think if Tia ends up in paradise, she will have to start the club of people who Colton dumped and they can have their own little club and she'll, Mama Hen them, resident, assist them right through did that she, process. Did she like Colton? I think. 
I right? Am I remembering that right? I think. Well, I I, I couldn't remember if if she liked him or he's a virgin. I don't remember. Oh, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about Colton's meltdown next week. Yeah. Because you know the the, the rose ceremony. Let's be honest. I mean, we we really didn't count on. Um, uh, what's her face? Um, Katie. Um, Katie going home. We thought it would be Heather. And that was a big surprise. But we have Hannah B mm-hmm. left, who, by the way, has made some traction the last yeah, couple weeks. Yes, she has. Yes, she has. Calmed down, maybe got her meds set, stopped drinking as much on the meds. I don't know. Something happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kay- Kaylin, mm-hmm. uh, which who's sort of taken a couple steps back yes, in my book. I last would agree. Couple, maybe that's an Eddie. Uh, we have Hannah G, mm-hmm. obviously, which is she's way up there, right? Mm-hmm. We have uh, Tasha, Tasha, right. who I is very confident she's going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we have Kerpa, Kerpa. Um, who was told by Tasha that she's going to win. Yep, right. Yep. And then we have Cassie, who's our personal favorite. Yes. Um, thought she had a pretty even week. I didn't think she did anything bad, but nothing good. She's sort of like Herbert Hoover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I got to update my references, you know. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, Wafy Heather, Heather, who, uh-huh. um, if you notice, if, if you notice uh, on her on her um, little the header that right. that comes when when she talks, this is Heather comma twenty three has been kissed. Has been kissed. Congratulations yes. and Mazel Tovs all around. Go Heather. Now, so so the rose ceremony is almost incidental. It's just it's it's a prelude mm-hmm. to um, next week's preview, which was yes. frankly far more interesting than the entire show. I would agree. Chris Harrison swears. He yes. swears spontaneously. Um, um, there's some screaming. Yeah, Colton, because he's jumped the there's, fence uh, and nobody knows where he is, and so they send out a search party, yeah. and all the bachelorettes have yeah. to find him. Harrison appears to run. Mm-hmm. Um. That's going to be exciting. Um, and and the fact that Harrison is, is on board for a full couple weeks uh, in Southeast Asia, right. um, you know, maybe he's, maybe his new girlfriend likes Southeast Asia. Mm. What do you think? Oh, that was a low blow. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We went 48 minutes without me bringing that up. And I <laughs> now I feel bad about it. Sorry. Yeah, you know, she's probably relied on her. Probably relied on her appearance most of her life. Mm-hmm. 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 She in no way is hip. And so uh, she's <laughs> though. Um, so Harrison is freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a I, I, I actually did something I never do. I actually rewind it. Uh, rewound the DVR. Um, it, it appeared I thought it was an ex-boyfriend situation, but mm-hmm. it appeared to be a producer that was walking with one of the girls yes. that had a thing in his ear. Yes. Um, I thought that might be an ex-boyfriend situation, but apparently it's not. That that's kind of played out. We'll have to wait another couple seasons before um, right. somebody just, shows we up. We just it, had Ross showing up. We can't have Ross show up again. Right at the Sao Paulo airport or right. wherever they were, and drive. His yeah, and, and then, yeah, his airport flowers. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on, but there are apparently a lot of like chaos and drama next week. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Brian, what's your theory? I think that. As we mentioned before, Colton miraculously falls in love with more than one person. Now, I also think we're going to have a layer of someone he really likes choosing to go home. And because his whole angst is, he said in that, in that 
package that you're talking about, he said, "My, I don't want to be somebody's backup plan. So there might be some sort of issue of somebody leaving because I'm, I'm still in love with so-and-so back home and that just wretches him. But it also, earlier in the season, showed him hugging fiercely this dark-headed woman. And I think that's his mom. Because if you also notice next week, it showed Hannah Beast meeting his parents. And I think that's one of those things where remember how there's usually one girl who gets to meet the parents before it's hometown dates. And I think you didn't think that was like, you don't think that was footage from hometown? No, I don't. I don't because I don't think ABC would spoil that. I don't think he. Oh man! I, I look if, if they manufacture this to get Hannah B to win this. Um, a, it's going to be a huge boost for her ego because she's finally beat Caitlyn at something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also the wrong choice. Yeah. So y- your theory is someone goes, someone goes home. I think that man, I, I think that he falls in love with two people. Let's just say it's Cassie and Hannah G. But then there's a third person. Let's say it is Tasha. That he really, 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 really likes. But then Tasha says, you know what? I'm out. And that, and now he's freaking out because he's got these two girls. And what if they're out too? Because Sydney left and Elise left and Demi left and this question mark left. And that's his worst fear. And his mom is somewhere because they bring the parents <laughs> over. I think you're overthinking this. I think Colton get ups- gets upset at something that we're going to be like, why is he upset? And I think he just freaks out and flies off the handle. Um, maybe he had some bad tie water. Mm-hmm. Maybe the, there was something in the mud bath sure. that, you know, crawled up an in an orifice mm-hmm, and affected mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm, yeah, affected him. I'm there him. with you. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he snaps. And I think it's unexpected from the standpoint of the crew. Yes. And I think the women women overreact too. So, for instance, maybe maybe at a rose ceremony, he just he just puts the rose down like I can't, I can't, Bolts. and he walks yeah. out. Then there's just chaos because the women don't know what he's thinking. What what if he leaves? Yeah, and they're who all gonna, crying. Who, that makes gonna sense. Marry me? That makes sense. Who's going to marry me? <laughs> I I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm not the right person to ask. I think what my point is that I was trying to get around is. It's going to be more than I'm in love with two people. There's another layer. It of might something. be. I'm in love with three people. Right. I'm in and love that, with three people. That could be it. That could be it. But it, it, there has to be some other dramatic layer other than I'm in love with Cassie and I'm in love with Hannah G. I never thought this could happen, but it did. It, there's, it, that can't be what all the drama's about. There's something else. Did you see the the final like uh, where he's walking around in his Chris Harrison suit um, and mm-hmm. he's he's going to propose that that looked like um, I, I thought it looked uh, very um, like Ireland or Scotland or oh. some, it, it didn't look Asian it didn't look Fun. Asian to me okay we'll see so maybe maybe they fly west I don't know who knows well I was nervous that they were in Africa whenever he jumps the fence and everybody's like whoa no he's out there what's <laughs> yeah, happening lions eat him. <laughs> that's what I was under the assumption so here's my theory because okay so this is episode six yes episode six we have seven left so we have four episodes left correct so we have okay let's work backwards we have the final episode which is the proposal right we have women tell all yes which is women telling all Mm -hmm. then 
Then we have hometowns, and then we have one episode left, yep. which is apparently next week. Yep. And yep. so three people have to go home next week. Oh. Yep. Okay. See, there we so go. Then, so then if three people have to go home, that would be the, – oh, oh, there's still a rose ceremony. I kept thinking there wouldn't be a rose ceremony. But, yes, there's still a rose ceremony. So maybe somebody goes home during a date and that – Freaks yep. them out. Or, or ceremony, so someone bails out. And then two on one. Yeah, I think that's right. Oh, that's gonna be so good. Now, one final thing I wanna I wanna get your suggestion on before we before we wrap up here. Now, mm-hmm. as you know, uh, or as every good woman should know, um, two days from now is a very important holiday. Now, I would like your advice on what I should do for Valentine's Day for Mrs. Some Guy. Hmm. I would say. Now look, now now we've we've we've, we've turned the tables. Now I've filled the tea, mm-hmm. and I'm asking you to <laughs> spill it. <laughs> Perhaps um, you could wrap up in a leaf, or take a mud bath. You could do the time of my life lift from Dirty Dancing. That would prove your love. Wouldn't that be funny if you came to visit and um, yes. Mrs. Some guy had a, a chin bandage like Kerpa and she's like, what happened? I'm like, well, look, we took your advice. <laughs> I tried to do the lift. I went right over his head. <laughs> go well. <laughs> now I the time of my life. Hey, thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. Come and find me over there or head over to iTunes and review the podcast. Your ratings help people find us, so I would appreciate that. Preferably a high star rating. Thank you. Also, we have some fun friends of the show with new books. Bethany Turner and Emma St. Clair. I've included their information on my website. These ladies are super talented, and I'm a big fan of their work. Speaking of books, don't forget to check out mine, Why I Hate Green Beans, at your favorite retailer. While you're at it, go ahead and pre-order the new one. But don't tell my publisher I told you to do that because we haven't technically announced it to the public yet. We're all friends here. I trust you. Seriously, what are the odds that anyone is still listening to this right now? Am I talking to myself? You're doing a great job, Lindsay. Keep it up. Yay. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Long live dirty dancing.